fancy your one-minute moment on the Get The Shot podcast, it's easy to send us a voice message. Just visit anchor.fm forward slash get the shot and click on the bit that says send a voice message. It's as easy as that. And now, on with the podcast. You're listening to another episode of the Get The Shot podcast. Don't forget you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our Instagram is at Get The Shot Podcast, and on Twitter it's GTS underscore podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the next episode of the Get The Shot Podcast with your hosts, Josh Deakin, aka Mr. Josh Deakin. Billy at BFH UK. John Willis at JRE Willis. Yay! Yay. <laughs> that, that excitement that we always get it right in the end. So That's what's it. the topic today, John? Well, hopefully, <laughs> uh, this all sounds really nice and, and, crispy. Uh, and crispy and Ooh. the audio Why sounds would it better. Sound crispy, John? Oh, we have spent copious amounts of money making copious, this sound better. Copious, what a word. I spent exactly £12. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall I include my £80 yeah. on my headset that I had like a year <laughs> ago? There we go. So <laughs> today's topic then, today's topic is, is the digital SLR dead? Oh, what a way to describe it, rather than its acronym. DSLR. Yeah. So so is DSLR. Opposed to what? Malone. What would it be dead from? Well, mirrorless. Mm. So here's interesting. Does mirrorless so have its own acronym? No. Mirrorless. Mirrorless. Oh, <laughs> it's very boring then. I like DSLR. I like DSLR because it's like DSLR. I think it was too long. You couldn't go digital. Oh, what is DSLR? lens reflex. Oh, that's it. I did go to uni, I saw It's basically just a continuation of SLR. Just put the D at the end for digital. But yeah, why is... Oh no, not why. Is why? the DSLR dead? Oh, da-da. So I suppose it's one of those things where if we think about how technology's moved on and we've talked about gear and stuff like that in the mm, past, mm. it's quite interesting that the the new technology does not always outrank older technology. No, no. So a good so example... It's a resurgence of you know film camera. Yeah, so a good example of this would be, and we've talked before about the fact that we have had new technology <coughs> that has um that has ultimately been and gone so yep. mini discs would be a good example which uh, we spoke about obviously lose very us briefly young people. Yeah, yeah. So, lose us young people yeah okay so mini discs uh, i know gaz definitely <laughs> Not definitely a young person. definitely definitely <laughs> felt this with me that you know we'd gone into a bit of a love affair with mini discs and then it was a very big tangent and he agreed it yeah. was his own tangent and they just well they just fucked off didn't they i think you like, guys both just... went into more tangents than i did but let's not let that be now become a tangent <laughs> oh, yeah. of course not so uh, other examples like we now have a standard of blu-ray uh, mm. that obviously took over from DVD, but <laughs> in between, but in between, we oh, had yeah. HD DVDs, which both tried to compete with each other. Yeah, it was basically, what was it Microsoft versus Sony? Microsoft versus Sony. Yeah. Yeah. How pointless! Yeah, well, you know, and, it, and then, a, but who invested their time into a Blu-ray machine just to have a few Blu-ray discs? It's funny to get Netflix. <laughs> you, you literally look at Netflix. I know it's hard to believe, oh. but there wasn't always a Netflix. No, literally, no, no. people brought PS4s I'm a just child. for the Blu-ray drive, but then. Microsoft's Xboxes have been much better with the Blu-ray recently, which is funny because Sony's the one. Oh who's no, good at I ain't even Blu-ray right now. I ain't even Blu-ray with you kids. Oh, I'm all about the digital. Just I'm go on Google. Yeah, so I think it's it's quite interesting because the so the the interesting thing that's happened over the years is that obviously technology's always moved on. Of course. Yeah. And one of the things we were having quite a lot of discussions over the sort of the past few months really about the fact that more and more in different events that we go to, more and more people seem to be going mirrorless. But then that said, like at the last event that I went to, I did see quite a lot of digital SLRs still. Because I think the difference between the events 
before like this was this was probably the more the, the most true to life event because there was not just loads of us that were very familiar with each other there was people filling in the gaps because obviously yes. as gareth said new people he went on facebook and put a lot of it on facebook and obviously there are still people who use facebook we're very much against the idea Unlike of using John. it as much <laughs> I, if I could get rid of it, I would get rid of it. It's quite simple. The, I, the irony that my generation seems to be the Facebook generation and you're the Snapchatters and TikTokers and well, the, the other. I do like TikTok. I'm, sh- I'm sure the Facebook videos. generation is supposed to be the, um, you know, the millennial. Mi- mi- I can't even say the word. The, mina- mina- the millennial. I can't say the to word. To be fair, at all. though, like I know way more people that use DSLR over yeah. mirrorless. So this is this is interesting. It's quite okay. The comfort zone, I think. So I suppose it's quite interesting when you think about why people buy the technology so Mm. most of the people that i know don't make a living from photography no however if you make a living from photography having the latest and greatest equipment is an important is an important part because Mm. that what that does it allows you to get the shot you want Mm. nice little link into the uh (laughs) yeah but you get the shot that you want easier yeah. quicker with less missed shots i suppose yeah. is the word i would say yeah so you don't you don't want to miss the, the the shot that you're that you're trying to get so that in itself is important i think mm. some people have their home comforts though because i could now i could think of like free very like you know they do it full-time photography yep. in studios and studios you get a lot of misfires due to yep. the um obviously the show and that's the thing, um, isn't it? Like, I guess in your in your line of I work, get a you, lot you of really have you really have to have a lot of tolerance. And they're quite funny sometimes with the kids because they'll be in the middle of crying. It'll mm. be really dark. <laughs> it just looks depressing. But yeah, no, I know I know at least three off the top of my head. This is where his soul died. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I always add it into the sets as well because the parents laugh. But yeah, no, um, mm. I know they they have like Nikon's and Canons that are full frame but aren't mirrorless. Ah. Yeah, so it's it's quite interesting. I sort of did a little bit of research and looked at like how sales of mirrorless and digital SLRs had been mm. moving over the last sort of three to five years. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is the sale uh, sales of new <laughs> digital SLRs are plummeting comparatively. Okay, mirrorless is booming, mm. but what's interesting is the market share in terms of how many people own a digital SLR is still huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so they started from the bottom, you know, like... Yeah, from the bottom, now we're here. So, well, so the digital yeah. SLRs currently have about 75% market share. So it's, it's become you know, a wide variety out there. Like, as, as, a yeah. as much as it might hurt to say this, mirrorless still isn't king in terms of domination it's of numbers. It's expensive, and if you it don't know about it, like me, like I went to uni and we really didn't talk about this. You mirrorless know, is you still get a not DSLR, on the syllabus. Yeah, you get the nicest one you can get, and you go wild. I think the thing is as well. well I the, mean, the X1D is one of the big ones that a lot of professionals like. Yeah, and well, and again, so they're just Canon are now launching or looking at launching new digital SLRs, but they haven't really released new digital SLR bodies for a while. And no. the same problem with like yeah. um, Nikon are... Repackaging are kind a lot. Of, they kind of, they, they do release more. Mm. And obviously Canon and Nikon, or Nikon, if you're American. Oh, God. Nikon. Nike. They've released mirrorless cameras quite a lot later than Sony and Fuji yeah. and Olympus. And it's why they're like the, the biggest of the game, isn't it? Would well... What was in Sony? Yeah, like they yeah. have all the mirrorless. Like well, I wouldn't think of Canon and think mirrorless. It's like yeah. we were saying a few minutes ago, like before we started, like even before Billy arrived, we said that the reason why Sony has got the cadence and the the strength it's got now is because they didn't they didn't sit around and wait for yeah. someone else to do it. They went. Yeah. They took was it what was the previous company name again? Minolta. Minolta. They basically 
they kind of you could say they sort of cheated they had a bit of a start but then they've also got the cinema camera range yeah. and i believe at the moment as i heard on a podcast recently is that that's all that cinematography sort of stuff is moving down which means that the canon camera glass won't be such a big um weight on people who want to move to sony because there's mm. going to be so much more color and visual stuff on that side of things. I think it's, it's interesting because one of the things that a lot of people would quote as being a limiting factor why they wouldn't move over to mirrorless mm. is because they're worried about the cost. Yeah, the cost that's, that's exactly now, my thought. Now, if you've got an entire back catalogue of Canon glass, yeah. then sure, I can appreciate that if you want to go native on a Sony camera, then clearly to it's sell all cost. of your Canon gear and mm. buy Sony is going to be really, really expensive. Mm. And it's one of those things where if you think about comparable cameras, mm. so uh, just to throw some, some real-world numbers on it, okay? Yeah, yeah go on. So, a, so Canon, a Canon 6D Mark II, mm-hmm. mm, which means absolutely fuck all to me. We have the Canon 6D at work. Okay, so a 6D, a 6D Mark II is a full-frame Canon digital yeah. SLR, okay? Mm-hmm. With a 24-105 lens, mm-hmm. it costs £1,700. <laughs> Okay. That, <laughs> the body and the lens. Gosh, yeah. that, that, okay. that blew me away a little bit. Now, one thousand seven hundred pounds. Now, it's more than the, my car. The Sony oh A seven three with a twenty eight to seventy mil lens. Mm. So basically, effectively, their kit lenses yeah. is mm. one thousand eight hundred and ninety nine. And what's that? That's full. That's and mirrorless. if you and if you <laughs> want to go comparable, okay. So Canon full frame SLR mm-hmm. one thousand seven hundred mm. with a twenty four one oh five kit lens. Yeah, Sony. Uh, A7 III with a 24105 mm. is £2,699. So it's Isn't £900 that the one I more. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. But here's the thing. Okay. I, I own, and many people that I know now own a Sony A7 Mark III. Mm. Arguably the camera that's got it right. Okay. But here's the thing the, so body, are, the body on its own is about 1500 quid. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. That's already quite nail-biting. Now, here's the thing. We're okay? weird just like this, but then people do spend this money. They do. Like, that's not a bad and thing. Let's, let's be clear. If you, make think, a li- yeah. if you make a living yeah, from this, it's enough. an investment in what you're making your money from. Mm. So, for example, when we had Gaz on in the last episode, mm. he makes money from selling event photos and yeah. brand management and stuff like that. It's important It's important that like he earns money. And if his gear means that he gets more jobs, for him, mm. yeah. then yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure at first, he didn't pro- I don't recall he said it in the podcast, but I'm sure even even for the professional, the fact that you have to go and basically invest in a whole new set of lenses potentially, even for the professional, still has to be quite a gut-wrenching thing. And I'm I sure Peter McKinnon has said it a few times in the past, like the change of things. <laughs> even like someone who's not the camera guy but like he does tech casey neistat yep he was constantly changing from canon going back to canon going to fuji going yep. to sony he couldn't find something that was right about any of the brands which i guess is a, a conversation for another time what brand really gets everything right you know yeah, yeah. and i think it's interesting because ultimately the prices of cameras i would say if you're going for ability wise of the two cameras mm. or two brands or mirrorless digital slr You've got comparable cameras. Like yeah. you don't have to spend yeah. three thousand. No, no one's you saying you have yeah. to go out so there and buy that. You but can, you, you can. But. Well, you can go for a crop sensor, uh, yeah. crop, crop sensor Canon, like a ninety D. Mm. Okay, yeah. is um, that their twenty nineteen model then? Well, I yeah, got so their eighty D. Yeah, so their ninety D is their updated version. 60D, yeah. We'll talk more about what it's lacking against mirrorless a yeah. little bit later on. But mm. ultimately, if you get, for example, the eighteen fifty five kit lens with it, yeah, 
you're talking about which 1, is 000, just crap. Well, one thousand five hundred and seventy-nine quid. What's that for? For the ninety D with an eighteen to fifty-five. That's, dirty. Okay. that's basically what that's the way more than mine. All right, that's way more than the sixty D was when it first launched. I think. But let's let's bear in mind these are new pricings anyway. Oh okay? yeah, because of tax and etc. Yeah. Well, and so just, just they're just new. <laughs> so yeah? Brexit. So oh, yeah. they're not they're not second-hand Price bodies. Price has gone up as you can see. Yes, yeah, so Brexit. Now, Brexit. What's what's <laughs> interesting? <laughs> is I would argue that one of the things that limits people in terms of their their concern to trade up is the cost, yeah? yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. So I would argue that if you want to move to mirrorless, mm. whichever system you're going to move to, now's the time to do it whilst your current digital SLR is actually worth something on trading. So I'll give you an example. Mm. You've got an ATD, Billy, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Your ATD, if it's in excellent condition, <laughs> is still worth £400 if to trade in. If you know me, if you okay. know me, That's you know it isn't. pretty yeah. much for my 60 Yeah. But Jeez. ultimately, £400. So that was, a, that, was a, that was a quote. Yeah, but that was a quote that I got yesterday through two different people, and they were all within... I got it for 800 Okay. Jeez, well, let's let's be hard, clear. Yeah. You do not buy camera bodies to keep money. Your glass no. will keep you money. I shouldn't have bought it... Um, new anyway because I like things used anyway now here's the thing okay yeah, my 60D was in really mint condition when I bought it used so That's if you bit. if you go for an 80D and mm. you're you're going from an 80D and you want to go mirrorless okay. okay and for those of you that don't understand the difference between digital SLRs and mirrorless maybe I should just do a little bit of a maybe just a, Billy just should there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no so no don't don't do <laughs> I read a bit earlier but alright so ultimately a digital SLR has a mirror mm. that flips up reveals the shutter with the sensor behind it okay you view your image through an optical viewfinder in other words you see what the lens sees through a mirror mirror and it flips up into an optical viewfinder so there's no digitization in that viewfinder it's been the same way for years yeah other than the fact that there might be a little bit of information around the edge like battery but that's not even on the screen it's not on the screen that's on the it's on the edge it's a digital bit lucky if you get that stuff on a lower range even the 60d doesn't have that yeah so you're just looking you know things things that you miss you get a, an electronic viewfinder on the Sony's Which and those Sony's really wants. and the same with Fuji's and the same with Olympus and they show you lots more information. So you see what the sensor sees because there is no mirror. Yeah. That means that so the you sensor see your image. is yeah. one for one with a screen and the sensor is closer to the lens. So mm-hmm. you actually get a lot of benefits there as well because there's less there's less stuff in you the way. You can tell so you who get... owns a Sony as well because yeah. you can see people who just sit there looking through their phones yeah, yeah. on their yeah. viewfinder which is Love to me, it's yeah. beautiful. I much better, it. much better quality than an LCD screen on the oh, back. Gosh, all yeah. those sorts of things. Yeah. So ultimately, you've got those sorts of benefits that you get. Where, for example, you can tell what focus mode you're in mm. through the viewfinder. You don't have to go. Oh, let me just sort this little button out on the side, or yeah. go into a menu on the back that of the LCD. That was something that we spoke like about that. at an event recently. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the difference between like, even some people have problems with on Sony that there's you could, there's got there's so many different menus you can go through and so yep. many different buttons. Yep. And I think maybe that's something that they still got to work on. Yeah, I mean, I, as a Sony shooter, one thing I will say is the menu system is absolutely bollocks. Like, it's yeah. so bad. And considering Sony have PlayStation and know yeah. how to make an interface work, yeah. these departments, it's, it's the I same mean, thing with Apple and other companies. They need to work together yeah. across departments. I'll give, you, yeah. I'll give you a good example of one thing that I really, think they've really missed out on the Sony mirrorless cameras at the moment, and that is, why can I not... I've got a touchscreen. Mm. Why can I not use the touchscreen in the menus? Really? Right. You can't use the touchscreen. Well, right? no so you have to scroll through. You have to tap no, it. You have to, yeah. It's a touchscreen. Yeah. It's a touchscreen, but you can't t- do it yeah, in the menu. It's a touchscreen. Yeah. So it's a really, really right. frustrating. <laughs> okay? is, that makes yeah. no sense because it is right. a touchscreen. Um, Jesus Christ. So obviously, in terms of like pricing, mm. now 
we've talked about sort of the Canon Sony battle, really, I suppose, <laughs> yeah. a few times. The unbelievable battle. Ooh. But ultimately, if we think about things like the EOS R, which is their effectively, it's their not their it's not their bottom of the range mirrorless, but it is. It's their bottom of the range prosumer mirrorless, right? Yeah. So they have their M series, which is like their consumer, it's still interchangeable lenses, but you know, generally not as nice. I'm sure. You know? Don't don't Canon do bridge cameras still as well? They've got bridge cameras, but they're not mirrorless. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of, mm. you know, their bridge or their, 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 their compact I, I cameras. I remember there was sense. a resurgence of bridge cameras for a while. There was like Samsung were making yeah, those yeah. little teeny ones that you could still put lenses on. Well, so interestingly, there's a few a few camera systems that mm. have been and gone. So things like the, the Samsung J1, yes, that was uh, that, it was like that a phone came and went. Thing. So it just disappeared. The Nikon One mount oh, as okay. well, that just disappeared. It never ever saw the light of day after about two or three years. So people might have days. invested in those systems and then they've gone. So and that's one thing to consider. So in terms of the the EOS R, they they do an EOS R body only, mm. and with an EF adapter, so you can use your old EF lenses mm. but bearing in mind that the things that fit sort of crop sensor cannons and stuff they're not the lenses that you're going to convert to an eos r probably mm. no, no no so that you know if you've got l series glass and the big white lenses and stuff like that if you want to convert those onto that they do body only and an eos r and it's two thousand pounds body only now here's That's the thing more okay than the a7 yeah so the a7 III with a kit lens What's the kit lens on there? Twenty-eight seventy. It's okay. it's a good lens, and I've discussed it a few people. It's not shallow depth for field, but it's sharp. It's lightweight. It's easily controllable. It's better than eighteen to fifty-five. Mm. Yeah, it's and so ultimately, what, what kind of person is it aimed at? It's just aimed at general aimed? shooting, really. Eighteen to fifty-five is almost treated as like a stabilizer. Oh, just snap like, them. Okay. Like when was but, last time you used it? But here's lens? the thing, okay? Eighteen to fifty-five will be on a crop sensor camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's so not. That's it's basically like, a twenty-eight seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's the same lens. It doesn't really matter. Which oh, way you think of it? So that oh makes yes, because when you sense. yeah, you times by one point five. So, yeah. yeah. So you Did you hear us clicking then, me and Josh? We were <laughs> like, Ooh, and okay. just clicked. Well, ult- ultimately, yeah, we probably could have had a. Uh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Light bulb moment. It's almost like we've got game show sound effects. So, Two thousand yeah. pound. It's actually gross. And you were considering it's not the kind of camera that you'd get. You like, you put them next to the the Sony A seven. Yeah. And here's the thing. Okay. So comparison. Mm? You go and buy a Sony A7 III mm. with that kit lens for £1,900 brand new, okay? It's £100 less, but you have a lens. And you have... Yeah, four, yeah. And, you have and the mirrorless yeah. lenses... Cost, that lens would yeah. cost more on its own. Yeah. So you're talking probably, if you bought the 2870, I don't know, stab in the dark, probably about 250 quid. I was going to go yeah, up 300. 300 quid, yeah. Okay, so ultimately, it's going to cost you quite a bit more if you want to then yeah. go and buy a lens. And unfortunately... And it's Canon. Yeah, unfortunately, to me, they've no outpriced themselves. No one's going to buy an 18 to 55. I, this is the thing that I think frustrates me the most, is that Canon is... And, and I, I, obviously, as a guy that uses Canon, and obviously you, Billy, you use it as well. Yeah. It frustrates me as a Canon user heavily, heavily because of the way that they. It's it's almost insulting with the eighteen to fifty five. I think in a way. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's I like, think there oh, should be options. It's like it's almost like they've given you crayons. It's like not even. I think a when start. I bought mine. It did have a, a, other options, but I think the price difference was just a bit ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, I uh, may as well uh, just Argos went and the bought UK the lens. Has, has different options that comes with it. But I'd rather just get the body, but then you, you don't really think about it when it mm. comes, like, you can get a lens for, like, what, £100? But then I couldn't mm. sell the kit lens for any more than £100. And I, s- I saw when I first mm. was looking at getting a new camera before the 60D used, I was looking at Argos, and Argos in the UK, obviously they sell the cameras, they sell kits. 
Mm. And they were selling the, the new 1400D. Yeah. With basically, you could get the 1855 with it. Yeah. But then they offered you the 50, 1.8. See, yeah, which, which I thought which was actually not bad deal. Go for. The difference of the price actually, I, I don't know if it was just, if it was a set RRP, but I think that Argos were trying to outprice other people. Yeah. And I guess it kind of comes down to, without going into too much you know, detail about shops and stuff, that the Argos are trying to level out the playing field because they're not they're focused not like on electronics. Yeah. They're not like Corey's or PC World. I think there's a, there's a couple of things that in terms of in terms of pricing, if you need the kit to do a job, mm. then it's not a price. Then the price is not really an issue because you can get most of that claim back on in, on the tax. You, well, right? it's not, and it's not even taxes. You just charge people money. Yeah. So oh, yeah, you pass course, the yeah. cost on to whoever you're you're but, charging but for your services. If, if you're if, obviously if you're a business person, of course, you're still going to put it on your VAT return. You know, your tax yeah, yeah. returns. I just but think if you're like your... a hobbyist, you know, yeah. I walk into a Corey's and I don't really know much, you know, because obviously mirrorless and uh, DSLR. If you don't like, you haven't read about this. That's you the don't thing. know. Like, don't, mm. don't go into Corey's and PC World because well they'll sell mine, you what they get best commission on a friend of mine <laughs> yeah. they was trying to they was trying to sell them a Mac for gaming yeah I, I mean you've got to be an absolute yeah. idiot to but believe what, that but what they want I is they want to sell the biggest most well, expensive product that's to you. Thing, that's, that's it. The problem I the, the problem I have is that they they want to sell you the bigger ticket item, but then their adverts basically contradict that. Yeah, it's look, one thing I hate about. But you walk into a shop and you want to get like I'm gonna go for the ATD over the Sony A7 Mark III as a hobbyist. Mm. Well, day. that's what that is the thing. Like no one's gonna. I don't think anyone starts out at the moment. This is the current time. And that's why I think DSLR isn't dead, and I don't think it will die. I hopefully yeah. it'll always be there for the hobbyists. I hope I think. to God that mirrorless takes over within the next 10 years because the mm. technology behind it is beautiful yeah. but they need to sell more so they can start bringing it's, that price it's down it's like 4k yeah. they're and awkward to 3D make and hd tvs they all have their time like it's taken 10 uh, it took 10 years for people to get hd tvs in their house it took well it, it didn't it's the same up. as electric cars now mirrorless no. and electric failed. cars are on the same journey the only electric time, cars yeah. are expensive because of how much effort you have to put in to building that new technology you have to pay off the bill basically yeah. and it also same comes down it's a kind of scale isn't it yeah. so same with new cars people don't buy new cars because the insurance is too high as well this dumbass does well I would argue the insurance is no higher but that's <laughs> the tax the cost, is lovely though your, your depreciation mm, yummy tax your depreciation <laughs> on a new product is always you drive higher. off the lot and you, and need, you lose you loads you of money lose, yeah you lose loads oh, of yeah. money oh yeah same with, I think the best example of that is video games once you've bought the brand new video game you're only going to get like 20 quid back for it maybe I don't know why you buy it new anyway I'm sorry. I'm yeah. one of well, those people. It depends, really. Like, if you want to, you want I, I don't. Pre- I don't pre-order. My boyfriend no did that with Call of Duty. Never I bought it. From you Prime downloaded Note. it and everything. Yeah, the thing, the, the problem. This is. This goes without saying for everything. I do not pre-order anything no more. And this even can consider, you know, electrical goods. Like, why does someone need to pre-order an iPhone when you can walk into the store on the people same day of launch happy. and get it immediately? Okay, I'm going to go against that because ah, okay. <laughs> my wide-angle Tamron lens, seventeen twenty-eight, two eight for my Sony, okay, mm. was so highly anticipated by everyone because the 28-75 lens was so good mm. that the... When was this, though? Well, three, four months ago. But you okay. are a so proper camera lover. Like, I am. You are, you but, are, I am you not, but I am not joking when I tell you that there was no available stock. If mm. you hadn't pre-ordered, you had to wait six and a half months Jeez. to get one. Well, I guess it comes down to, yeah, to, to, dem- to, yeah. to, to price demand. And like, like I say, I, I, I guess the caveat to that not pre-ordering it is that like sometimes you can understand you're on the wrong side of it. I guess it's yeah, games are very much different. Obviously, like I say, you can't. There's no comparing them. But the one thing you can understand is like 
is gauging how much a product is meaningful to someone or how a game they can wait until Christmas for. That's probably why you can pick up a game immediately the day after it's launched now because there is so much on the production line ready ready to be sent out to shops. Yep. So like, for example, when you look at your lenses, obviously they can only make so much in one session. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So maybe and pre-ordering works worse, for that industry. Worse than that though, with camera gear, is that when there's a shortage, mm. so I'll give you another example to do with camera gear, mm. is things like the DJI... Osmo Mobile Three, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. arguably Lost one of the one of the highest highestly sort of anticipated mobile phone gimbals. It's been really popular. Yeah. But the problem is because it's out of stock everywhere, mm. the price you have to pay to get one is extortionate. Yeah. So the product, if you buy it from DJI, is one hundred and I think it's about one hundred and sixteen pounds mm. delivered. There are people charging one hundred and seventy pounds. Which is extortionate because it's, it's not they worth can, that much. They can, but they can yeah. because people want it. Mm. And that's the thing. So I'll give you an example. So the, the seventeen twenty eight lens was about uh, <laughs> yeah. Was about Let me just give you an example. Yeah. I think it's about <laughs> an example, example. It's about eight or nine hundred quid, something like that. Okay. Yeah. And th- that say eight hundred pounds was fine, but then the issue that we had was when they all started going out of stock, yeah. instead of people charging eight hundred pounds, all of a sudden, next thing 900 quid yeah but if you if you can do it they do yeah they will they will and i completely get that because that's the economics of business if you know if people want it and there's not many available you charge more supply and demand (laughs) you know yeah so it's one of those things now i wouldn't buy into that only purely because if it's if it means that much i need it a second this second like i get that like obviously you don't if we're gonna say like impulse buying is a certain you're probably the best example out of three of us with impulse buying. See, I yeah. don't buy much new kit, and that's why I'm always like. Mm. But here's here's the thing, and with the, with the greatest respect, there's a big age oh, yeah, difference. Yeah. Okay? No, no, the greatest respect is I'm that financially, I can. If you, yes, 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 if you yes, can yeah. afford, then fair because enough. Because I just keep because, changing jobs. Yeah, well, it's not even for me. like the thing is, I, I, a good example would be, I could have bought my AirPods myself, but my friend bought them me, so. I have a higher res- friend. I, ha- I have a higher respect for the fact that my friend bought Josh it. Josh has friends with Ben. <laughs> friends like that. <laughs> it was a birthday present. My friends never bought me. The, the thing, the thing is, yes, like, I did. Fucking. If you t- uh, if you take the pr- take the pr- you take the price out of it, there's an appre- there's a difference of appreciation. Yeah, yeah. You appreciate the fact that you've yeah. got the money for it, whereas yeah, yeah. I appreciate I could buy it, but yeah. the fact that someone's bought it for me, I appreciate the product more because it f- it's got it's got the value is. I wish more people would buy me f- things. The value is the person the person that bought it, it me. If you'd like to buy Billy, <laughs> buy it me. You can buy her a coffee. Do you know yeah. what I like about Mirrorless? <laughs> Do you know what I like about Mirrorless? I I, d- I think it would cut out my editing time oh gosh yes yeah. oh my god and i'd even consider mobile oh, oh. so, so, so here's here's the thing oh hang on did billy did billy <laughs> say mobile did, editing did billy literally just decide to say hang on a minute <laughs> Let me hang do on this. a minute <laughs> cuz i could do a lot on photoshop and lightroom go on do the do so your thing so you're so <laughs> you're saying that you could you could edit on mobile maybe <laughs> I was already going to test it, but if, to be fair, right? Because you can see everything as you go. Like I'm very specific about my temperature of my photos, okay. and so if I could see that, obviously I have to take a photo to see it with the mirror. I guess, um, you, yeah. But with yeah, Sony, yeah, you know, that. I could totally just look through the viewfinder. So, so you know, so we know a new thing which is really good about the tech that's all coming up right now is that. If you had an iPad spare, you could sidecar that with the newest but iOS. I'm not gonna be. Yeah, but I'm not carrying an iPad around on no, location. No, no, I'm not saying you are. What I'm saying is that. Ooh. 
<laughs> the fact that you could Trigger have happy. The, fa- the fact that you could have that there for stuff like that. The applicate people don't realise the application solving until it's put in front of them. I think that's yeah, a very I, um, big example of the change of tech. My DSLR comes with Wi Fi, so if I wanted to hook it up to an iPad yeah. or an iPhone, yeah. I can see photos in exactly. live view and I can have the photos. I was more pop so up. meaning on the editing you know, side like of things. You know, like an iPad kind of, it just pops up. Okay, so here's the thing, right? We've talked about the fact that if you make money from your photos, yes. the cost is relatively negligible because oh, you'll, yeah, yeah. you'll spend what you need to spend to yeah. make the money that you need to make to and the marketing etc yeah exactly it. so all of those things are really really useful i suppose some of the things if we think about the benefits that come through from mirrorless mm. one of the things we talked about off air briefly beforehand was uh the fact that you have a no viewfinder blackout so <laughs> the fact that you have yeah. a viewfinder that you can track a person that's running, say, if you're a sports photographer or you're doing... Oh, they're you the know, people anything. who switch first, probably, yeah. I imagine. because ultimately, on a digital SLR, those of you that have got one will know that when you hit the shutter button, there's a brief moment where the screen, the viewfinder, yeah. is, when you're looking through it, disappears. You can't see what you're looking at because the mirror's flipped. Mm. And because the mirror's flipped, it's blocked the view. And that means that you That's can't see That's the difference between me noticing... Because one of my techniques with um, shooting... Obviously, if it's, if I'm referencing something specific, a shoot in a model. Yeah. I if I'm not using the screen, even though the screen goes off, obviously it's not. It's much faster than on my viewfinder for some odd reason, and I don't know what that is. That's some technical thing. That's obviously have you used that's... your mirrorless in the studio before with studio lighting? Yep. Well, we have. We've been not to the network and it events. Yeah. And it doesn't like you don't have misfires. Like it's constant. Mm, it's fine. Because yeah. yeah. I, I was always told that when irritated. I first started. So, so here's the thing. Okay. You shouldn't click there as many times as possible. Well, no. You, yeah, you can't do 20 frames a second because no, no, the no. flash won't keep up. But the, the crucial thing is is that in your live view, for example, on your digital SLR, your mirror is flipped up. Mm. Oh, yeah. It stays flipped up. Oh, yeah. That's why it's quicker. Mm. Because there is no... In your viewfinder, it would just be black. I find comfort from using the... Even though I hate using it because it's not a digital one and it's literally just like half the story that's how i explain it to anyone it's half the story mm-hmm. um and same with the screen obviously because the screen versus what you see on your phone if you upload to your phone or onto the laptop mm. I, I i say to a model okay okay every time i click change your pose so if i'm using the the, the viewfinder I've i don't keep sound. up as quick i've missed the sound really so much you still get the sound well maybe this is quieter isn't it I'd, uh well like, ee, ee, i'd rather have ee. nothing there nah, i would say i would say that mirrorless is still so models, when I've shot is them, it, is it deliberate? You still get a, well. There's still a shutter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's just no. There. There's just no. Um, but it's quieter. Yes, it, but the only bit that's quieter is there's no mirror flip, so yeah. that it's the dunk. Dunk, dunk. But you still get the. It's basic. If you think about it, it's like not. It, it's not like combustion yeah. engine cars going. Are you gonna find a ch- sound? I've electric got a car, electric Oh my god! Electric cars still even have a little bit of an e noise to them, don't they? Yeah. So, so yeah, what we would associate as a camera <laughs> would be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now you don't get that um, with mirrorless in terms of you don't hear the flip flop of the mirror, but like, what you do get, what you do get focus. is you get the shutter. And the shutter is still on, particularly on like the full frame Sony's. It's quite loud. Mm. It is still loud. You can go silent where the shutter is remaining open. Mm. Um, you can do that, and that's that's fine. But I suppose this thing about no viewfinder blackout. If you're trying to track a very fast moving child, 
Uh, <laughs> and wildlife yeah. photography yeah. Yeah. Wildlife. really important. Yeah, definitely. So Something that will birds. Be, hopefully yeah, speak birds. Uh, in the future. Birds butterflies, or butterflies. You know, like yeah, butterflies. Yeah, because they fly. They're fucking or hard to <laughs> photograph. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they are. Or if we're talking about the everyday person jumping in the air, trying to get someone with yeah. a hair flick, I can exactly. never get the hair UK flick portraits right. does ah. a lot with that. Okay, so a good example would be, you know where people like do like the wet hair flick in a swimming pool or something? Okay. That is hard if you can't see what you're shooting. And with or the you mirrorless, can't it's a lot it. more easy because you, yeah. you can see the... Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can literally, I mean, you know, on a mirrorless camera, the frame rate that you can shoot at is significantly higher normally. So even the best digital SLRs are probably like, I think they do like they seven or eight mm. frames a second. Mm. And then they need to stop to process. Well, they do, but they'll still do loads of photos. My, mine will definitely choke up after yeah, about but, six or seven But it's, it's scales of... Mm. of where they are in the range, isn't I it? Do, if you, honestly, if you have I, a five D Mark IV, mm. the five D Mark IV will do probably sixty or seventy photos before it decides that it needs a rest. Yeah. Right. My Sony will do twenty frames a second raw, and will do that for a hundred images. Yeah. So you can do five seconds honestly, of constant shooting. Am I right in thinking it's honestly just because of the fact that there's so less, there's more, well, less moving less parts like, in there know. as well that helps? That. Well, yeah, the mirror doesn't have to move. Well, that's that's what I'm thinking because, like, yeah. it need, like you say, it needs a break. So obviously, it it comes down to not just heat, but obviously it comes down to how much power it's putting in at that moment. Well, there's two there's two things. The mirror has to physically move. Of course, yeah. So the fact that it's going like a hard drive, physically, it can only go as fast as it can go. So it's yeah. And the other thing is the buffer. So when it's taking it from when it's took the shot and it's on a on a memory sort of space in the camera before it gets to the memory card, the buffer fills up. So just like if you have a slow internet connection or oh, whatever yeah, it might yeah. be, those sorts of things they're they're going to be a bit more of a problem because they're a bottleneck. They're a bottleneck. Yeah. So the early mirrorless cameras suffered quite badly from that because they'd shoot very quickly. And but the buffer was tiny, yeah. so then it would go. Oh, the buffer's full. <laughs> so the camera could keep going quite comfortably, and would they accept the buffer? <laughs> yeah. So and you know, if would I mean, if would I that mean sh- that the, the camera would get quite hot as well. It can do, but mine's uh, never got hot. And then that's how mine the battery just, gets hit. Mine yeah. just has like a small brain fart where it's like, let me just have a second. But then that could be yes. a lot to do with my uh, memory card. Yeah. If you got a slower memory card, I got the cheapest. Yeah, the cheapest one. And that's what it will be. I am fussy. If you if you want to shoot on, for example the latest sony bodies an ultra high speed three card is expensive like yeah, 128 gig one of those i think they are and they're easily quid. like if you're messing with them a lot you know easily broken small things you know and easily bloody some, lost <laughs> there's something about buying such a small item for such a large amount of money that but the thing is me. okay is if you are trying to do photos and take photos quickly okay if you're trying to take those fast mm. Mm. If it stops you then taking more photos at an event because you're waiting for the fucking thing to buffer onto the card, <laughs> the well, fucking that thing. is that is a problem mm. because that's going to stop you. You know, if you're shooting a wedding yes. and you've just fired off a burst of photos of the bride about, you know, she throws the bouquet backwards and stuff like that. And you only get, yeah, you you're don't not going get... to switch cameras <laughs> mid-bouquet shoot. No, if you don't yeah. get the person getting the bouquet at yeah. the end. You know, all, and then someone's all you miss doing that next to you with an iPhone and get all of it. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> or you miss, you miss, for example, the fact that they have... They've thrown it anyway. Like they've, they've thrown it and then you miss the really candid moment of, of like the bride 
laughing to her mom or oh, something yes. like that. I don't yeah. know yes. if you guys have watched it much. It's like Autumn Watch, win- like Winter Watch, all of that. I used to mm. love that as a kid. And I think that might be a small reason why I got like into photography, watching them. But there are uh, like certain birds, not on a tangent, but there are certain birds that uh, come around the country, you know, they flock around the whole of the, the world. You know, they, ah. they, they, just, they just be flying. Starlings. They just be, fl- yeah, just be flying. They just be flying. Be flying. And flying. if you miss that crucial yeah, yeah. moment where, gone, you know, it? and these people travel far. Well, there's the guy, isn't there? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, and some of the listeners will probably have heard of it. There's a guy that for years tried to get this perfect reflection shot of a kingfisher going into a lake Ooh. where his years. beak had gone into years, literally. He'd gone to the right same now. lake. He'd spent hours and hours and hours of his life, days of his life, mm. really, waiting with his tripod set up. For the reflection. For the, ref- for the bird to come in at that moment with its wings out. Imagine. And go in. His dear and got, was just like, yeah. nah. Yeah, yeah, imagine you're like, you're like oh, He's using crap, it's gone, <laughs> it's gone to sleep. But ultimately, it's, it's one of those things where if you miss the shot, so if, if the camera you are looking at has the facilities that mean you're more likely to get the shot, then mm. clearly... Mm. Podcast. Podcast. That, that is, <laughs> is I just think designed. it's like a studio photographer or, like, you know, you do locations with models. There's no problem with using a DSLR. If you're going to do nature or weddings, you really might so want to consider what you're saying mirrorless. Is, and it's not... And uh, the mm. other thing is as well, is we got to remember, people are becoming hybrid shooters. They're doing yeah. photos and video. And yes. video is better on mirrorless. Oh, I gosh, don't care, I I don't care what anybody says. Better. The fact that you can see your exposure on the back of the camera instantly i'm a total video noob yeah so video it's noob. not my forte right i mean we, like, we, can, we need a video person we'll younger, get someone like on but i might yeah. video things first but my well, camera is known i mean it does its vlogging but the microphone's pretty awful but it is known oh, for it to be a vlogging name one camera, microphone so. on any you need you need a shot like a shotgun mic the, really. thing, yeah. the thing is the one thing that i think has always been annoying about cameras and this is dslrs and mirrorless yeah. so it's a fair point for both is that they always cheap out on the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they think we won't notice. If there's, if there's, one, if there's one thing, that I, the reason why I like taking voice memos on my phone is because the microphone array is designed not just yeah, for yeah. the camera. Well, it uses mm. condenser mics, yeah. so it, it picks up and much And it sounds amazing when you're on the sounds. phone to somebody, because yeah, yeah. it sounds like you're right there. The, yeah. cadence, the, the, um, the voice tones don't sound Hopefully off. almost as good as we sound. Oh, now. gosh, yeah. I think DSLR might be murdered. I, I think the the problem is, okay, is that if you think, if we think about m- people moving and transitioning from one bit of technology to another, okay? So I'll give you an example. We've talked about film having a bit of a resurgence. Yeah. But there was a time when people shot on film professionally. Yes. I'd like love to. I'd for a living, <laughs> I'd right? I'd love to know those times. Now, it's here's a, the it's, thing. It's a well right? You'd away. spend a lot of time in a very dark room. I specifically went to Solihull College because they had <laughs> a dark, a dark room. room. Okay. I was very specific. She was so like, I mean, you could just turn the lights off. I think you had to learn. Um, I think you have to learn. You have to start from the bottom. In it, start I from think. the bottom. That we're here. You have to start from the bottom to know. If you don't do film and you just jump straight into digital, I really would take a minute to just look back at what film's actually done and how it, you know. Okay. Oh god. So he's, he's preparing something. Well, I'm so what I'm saying is, let's put ourselves back in the day. <laughs> God, that's so cringe. Please comment if you like Hashtag these. GTS so, cringe. I find them funny. So if we if we go back to the day where people were on professional level photography. Back in your day. <laughs> not my day, but help before my day. Back in day. Right, back in day. Remy <laughs> Port right, Pies. It is, it is uh, a time when people were shooting on film cameras. Mm. Now, digital cameras came along 
And there were going to be, just like there are now, where there are people from digital SLRs going to mirrorless, and there are the mm. people on digital SLRs that are going, no, it will never catch on. Yeah, that, that's the same right? thing that everyone it's says. It's the same thing, okay? And it's oh, the same thing. Same and with, you know, TVs. Free, yeah, yeah. 3D, they got right of it, I guess. <laughs> oh, no, don't talk to me about well, 3D. Well, yeah. But <laughs> it's, it as much it, but as it's, mobile editing. It's Why interesting. <laughs> it's interesting because if you think about how people moved over from film to digital the yeah. people that moved earliest reaped the benefits oh, yeah. yeah now here's the problem the very first digital cameras that professionals had access to were over ten thousand pounds oh of course yeah okay price high a lot of money well that priced out you know top end mirrorless cameras like the a9 mark ii for example mm. yeah right now that is a lot of money but it's comparable uh, it it's actually, if anything it's cheaper than it was it's, yeah, it's 30 it's just, years it, ago. It's, it's yeah. literally the you same know. like with people like there's a, the first class is there on the train. But Not did, everyone needs it. But like DSLRs the, the people who are, in those are industries. so similar to the SLRs. And it was so... Didn't the lenses fit from the SLRs onto the DSLRs? Yeah. So, so they did that on purpose and that's why the systems are quite so similar. So it's, it's one of the reasons why Canon and Nikon enjoyed so much success. Mm. Because when they moved um, from the... From the the film to the digital, yeah, the lens mounts <coughs> didn't change. Yeah, so they could take their wide array of Nikon lenses. So my uncle, for example, who was a photographer for you a long time, with the old lenses, yeah. well, he well he just had a lot of lenses that were really really I suppose they they were high quality lenses. They were mm. fast. They were sharp. And they're also really well built. Yeah, and a lot of them were manual focused because this is back in the day in oh, like yeah, 1960s yeah. and stuff, right? But then it just used to do it right. Reminds me of yeah. Sam Young in this current stage. Yeah, yeah. Of life. And mm. obviously, he had like a back catalogue of Nikon lenses mm. to go with his film cameras. And when Nikon bought out their digital cameras, he was able to use those F mount lenses initially uh, on like his digital bodies mm. so that serves a purpose and it kind of brings us on to a point uh where we're talking about the the sort of like the catalog of things that these camera manufacturers sell yeah most of their money is made from lenses oh gosh so yeah. the bodies are expensive for mirrorless mm. the digital slr bodies are comparatively cheaper but where they make their long-term money is lenses yeah, yeah. It's because just, if you think about it in the industry, know, it's very much the same. It's the printer in- industry. They make ink. the money from the ink. Games. Yes. They yeah, make games. a loss on every PlayStation Four they sell. Right? They don't make. Yeah, any that money. was a big problem for the yeah. PS3 back in the day because so, the technology was beyond yeah. what it needed to be, and so, the, de- the developers had a problem being yeah. there as well. So they sell. You know, I mean, Microsoft and and, and Sony at the PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty stage mm. historically sold these consoles at, at a, a loss. loss yeah but knew they'd make the money back up on the game. Sony, okay. Sony, so was it didn't matter. Sony really plunged themselves really yeah, yeah. hard. Well, I think and the price was the wrong place to be at. Yeah, I think I, I seem to recall reading something about the fact that, for example, like the, the Sony PlayStation 3 was something like you could buy it for 379 mm. but it was costing Sony 450 quid to make. It's mad. You know, and it's like the business economics on that don't really add up, but well, then when they knew yeah, they were yeah. selling a game for 55 quid, it didn't really matter. Do you, remember when, do you remember when Microsoft basically launched the first Xbox One, the amount of backlash they had for the price? Yeah. Like, they were basically... Bas- it's funny, because companies judge each other for their price differences, but then the, the next minute that they go and say, okay, it's justified now, who says it's justified? It shouldn't... It's, it's, it's the consumer that justifies the price. And it's the same thing with cameras and the same thing with lenses. Mm. Like for me, I can't justify going spending six, seven hundred pounds because it's not something that's it's not something that, that resonates with me because I'm I'm a hobbyist still. 
Like, yeah. I, I might have a link to go and, you know, buy my services. Doesn't mean that I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a prosumer at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best way to put it. Like, I want to be within that space because the 60D is still, it's still very much a camera that people buy every, you know, there are people that will go and buy the 60, the 70, the 80, maybe not so much the 90 until it gets a bit more price sufficient. Yeah. The, dif- the price levels out, like I say, with the price earlier. It's, it just comes down to those specifics. That's a hard word to say for me. No, I know what you mean. Like, because really I, I get paid it. for photo shoots around the year. Mm. But then you have to kind of weigh up, okay, what am I charging people against what kit I have? It's the big and question. And I have, and because I work through like, okay, the kit I have is the amount I'll get paid kind of thing. That's, I only have two lenses I use and the body, mm-hmm. you know. So um, whereas you if you're a hobbyist down. and you know that it's not gonna, <laughs> you, you're not gonna need anymore. I guess there is a difference of hobbyists. There's a hobby, there's a hobbyist that's hobbyist maybe... Hobbyist, you just go wild. Okay. It's like a John, who's, so, here's, who's so here's the thing. I'm a, I, I'm a prosumer, I suppose. Mm. I don't make money from what I do. No. But what's interesting is when I had a crop sensor Nikon, mm. I had a shit ton of lenses, right? Like so many lenses. Um, I've gone to mirrorless, and what's happened yeah. is when I moved to crop sensor mirrorless, it was, I, I had a, a, a few lenses, and actually it's interesting, a few people that I know that have made the same switch at roughly the same time as me have done the same. So I had quite a few lenses on crop sensor mirrorless, but then what I had was I had, I moved then to full frame, and I've slimmed my lenses down even more. Mm. One, cost. But two, because I've realized that actually I don't need such a vast array of stuff because I've got to carry it everywhere, which yeah. is mm. really bloody annoying if you're doing landscapes because you mm. have to carry it all into the field. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the like I haven't got enough going well, on. I really want to take a photo of a mountain. Well, I've got that's to climb the bloody that's mountain. Really the so, you know. I'm asking, like, there are, there's, a, there's a time when, it, when you, for everyone, when, the, when a lens no longer becomes useful to them. The kit lens. Well, not even... Th- that's the thing. I but keep... I would say the kit lens. So the Sony kit lens on the on the A series. So the Sony's six, better because... So 1650, like... which they do on their on their crop sensors. It's a good little lens. It's tiny. It's really, really small. I just small. think that 18 to 55 is pointless. And if I'm going to do studio work, also not bringing the your the whole thing... life in a bag mm. to the studio. Yeah. The thing is that I'd rather have my 18 to 55 yeah. on me than having 75 to 300. Have it on me. I can't I've say I've ever used it. i my bag and the weight has come down dramatically. It's and because of the condition, that, like when we were looking yeah, at protein yeah, yeah, prices, yeah. I can still get nearly close to what I had originally it's for not, it. It's, not, it's just, not moved in value. It's not just the fact that it's weight, is it? It's the fact that sometimes you have to think about what the kit that you're trying to use needs to do. So, mm. for example, if you have a 75 300 and you're wanting to shoot up close and personal to someone, yeah. you can't. Because you too, you too, you too zoomed in. So, it, and if you if you're refuse. in a if you're in a room this size that we're recording in, which uh, sounds room. like a studio, hopefully, but it's my dining room. It sounds amazing. This is garage. It's it's my dining yeah, room. As, as you said it was before, my garage. garage. It was your garage. It was my the garage. Acoustics aren't too bad, mate. I have to say. They're not bad, considering there's, yeah. You got paintings on the walls. Uh, there's paint like and that. paintings. You've got things that are allowing you carpet the, the decibels to kind of yeah exactly. But anyway. We digress. We digress. Um, so, interestingly, the what you need the camera for is super, super important. It makes it a is, big yeah. difference. And you start, I think, as the more experience you get, you start buying just what you need. There are gear snobs, no doubt. Okay. Oh, yeah. Where people, people who bring people the want to buy yeah. like a shotgun. Yeah, exactly. The memes um, are there. When I've it's, met those when it's, people. Yeah, yeah. When it's so long that they have to stand half a mile away from, know who from the model. Is. Yeah. So, you know, that sort of thing is it, it, it kind of. If you need to shoot a bird from, uh, as in a, oh, a 
as in a, a a bird or a butterfly, as in an animal. But it's shit bird. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if you're if you're needing to do that, then it's it's a long long way away. Then clearly you need a bloody great big lens. But yeah. Most of the time, most people don't. It's literally it literally is it's basically just like like how birds have their way of like showing off. It's the photographer's way to show off, isn't it? So let's it's gross. Let's Stop push it. on to let's Stop push on now. to the the current trend. Okay. Yes. So. I did a little bit of research looking at Amazon uh, sales ranks. Love Amazon. Amazon. And I also looked. We all love Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's you know in in Amazing. a lot of in a lot of places around the world, it is the go-to place that people buy camera gear and stuff like that. Because although they do buy from like Jessops and stuff like that, the Even vast they majority of people they like. Quite expensive. Well, they like the fact I don't that know. they like the fact from Amazon that it's just no it's quibble just returns. Yeah. Like you like if you just go, oh, I've made a terrible mistake. You and sometimes I've you I do have do. to pay the shipping, unfortunately, with some of their options now. But that I digress, obviously. Not if you buy from Amazon. No, uh, like you have to have a valid reason to send it back to get for free now. Do they have the cheapest deal? Like that's what Amazon that's is that's what people generally though. I mean, I'll give you people that have sort of that are well, I suppose that are trying to find the best deal in terms of what they want. One of the things that I would recommend is I use a website called Camera Price Buster. It's maintained by one guy actually, I think, and he does a really good job of maintaining all the current pricing. So you can look for like cameras, lenses, flashes. Okay, it's quite oh, a wide range of stuff. Loads of stuff, tripods, all that sort of stuff. And then it will it will go it's through busy. and it will tell you what the price is for the different items that you want to buy yeah. from all the different places. Mm. And that basically means that you can quite easily see whether Amazon, for example, are the cheapest. Now, what's interesting as well is he also lists the PMP pricing. So Amazon, you don't PMP pay PMP in... postage and packaging. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the PMP. Yeah, I took a minute as well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I not only hear is PMP. I was like, what's a put and so, a, a put and per. What's a put and per? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, so ping. Uh, so the PMP um, is is sort of allowing you to see what the best deal is. Now, I suppose the thing is, is that that looking at those sales ranks and looking at the sort of things like the SEPA, which is the Japanese ranking agency for. Mm. Equipment and sales and stuff like that. A lot of you the, can the tell gear. I've never. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of the gear comes from Asia. I just go to yeah, yeah. So what's int- one for a well, what's interesting is the the top sixteen products mm. as of tail end of sort of well tail end of last year into this year now. Yeah, are showing that actually there is still a huge majority of digital SLRs that are being sold as the top selling products. Okay, so for example, the Canon two thousand D. Mm. is the top selling camera by a long way so that's their top selling camera <coughs> the 1300d is the second basically the as people would call it the bargain bin yeah effectively they, but they're just throwing all the things but in. then interestingly the third best selling camera is the sony a7 III, which oh. is mirrorless now that's an expensive mirrorless camera considering that further down the list so for example in sort of position six and um, position seven are like the Sony A6400s and A6000. The A6000 is a camera that's five years old, but it's less than 400 quid now. Yeah. So it's actually mirrorless, good value, hmm. but actually really quite a good buy. Yeah. You've got the Canon M50 in there, which is mirrorless. You've got other mirrorless cameras as well. But what it's heavily dominated by is things like the Nikon Nikon. Oh, oh my god, Nikon. Oh. Sidewalk, pavement. Oh god, not that. Oh, oh it's preparing you right there. Nikon. <laughs> <laughs> we so, hope you're in your car and you're listening to this. So the Nikon. <laughs> Everyone just hears you outside the car. <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say, Nikon? Nikon. The, Nikon. Yeah. Nikon. So the Nikon uh, digital SLRs are still very popular. 
People still buy them. Yeah. The Canon digital SLRs are still popular. It's, whoop, what, whoop, you, it's whoop. what you call they've got a dominance. I saw my they've camera got a market dominance. They've got market dominance still. They've got a market dominance. But, but as, 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 all, as, as most people would say, all good things come to an end. And that's obviously what we're discussing today, whether yeah. the, the death of the DSLR is on that way. That was so deep. Obviously, that's what we're... Deep. That's what we're doing. So, well, I suppose it's one of those things where you've got to kind of think the, the, the camera market itself is shrinking yeah. as a whole. Yeah. And one of the biggest problems with that is because a lot of people aren't buying cameras, they're just using their smartphones. Uh, They've got to make it worth it for Do you people. know, to be fair, yeah. right, I was talking to my boss, my boss came in with his new, um, I'm going to say it wrong, please message me if you hate me. Um, Hawaii, Hawaii? Huawei. 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 He came in with his Huawei. Uh, his newest, <laughs> uh, one of the newest ones. Do not ask me about what one is but what's one of the newest ones and it has P30 a Pro. it P30 has Pro, a larger yeah. megapixel count than the camera that we use which uh, is the mm. um 60 i think we need to explain and so that. Yeah, <gasps> cameras the cameras scare the kids at work so we were talking about oh, how funny it would be if we just started bringing okay. in the Huawei's so, so and here's, started so just taking photos so, so here's the thing okay <laughs> just all call it, it, that now. it has a higher megapixel count yeah but it has it on a sensor that's the size of a fingernail but <laughs> <laughs> they're still doing like they're doing better than you know what they would ah, like define Apple better was doing. though right John define better yeah and this is I the thing these two are constantly bigging up mobiles you, and there, I'm, I'm finally mobi- going yeah there is a mobile phone that has over a hundred megapixels the thing is though it's not about the megapixels and the HTC demonstrated this years ago when yeah. they did the megapixel uh, was it the the mega megapixel what do they call it I think they just called it something like some big pixel or something like they that they had a large pixel yeah it had a huge amount of megapixels huge pixel which made, made well, the, it more the, the, cru- the crucial thing okay and what this is one of the reasons why a lot of people move to full frame if you've got the same number of megapixels on a larger sensor mm. each pixel is larger mm. you generate less noise yeah you let in more light mm-hmm. so generally speaking yeah it's better you're gonna have on your screen lower noise menus lower noise so you're gonna have lower noise in your photos you're gonna have better dynamic range and ultimately you're gonna have a decent quantity of well ultimately better image quality but it's all relative like if exactly. you if you're only printing 6x4s you may as well use a 10 year old digital slr because you're not going to see the quality difference no. on a 6x4 photo it's it's the difference between like it, you know more is less and less is more you know you've got you really have to evaluate, like, and, th- and this is the thing that I've had to. Be- but yes, you have to make a checklist really for anything that you want to upgrade to, and that even means swapping ecosystems, like you know, Apple to Android or yeah. um, Canon to Sony. Nikon. You- oh, Nikon. Sony. You really, you really have to evaluate the facts, like, and people make the joke now that you're like, oh, do you know what? I'm gonna have to sell a kidney for this. You know, yeah. that's yeah. always been a problem. Like, and, and people don't mean so, it just as a joke; they mean it quite literally. So here's the thing, okay? If we're thinking about the digital SLR to mirrorless argument, yeah, I suppose let's let's use the analogy that I used before about film to digital. Mm. Okay, you have to have benefits that show you that it's worth moving. Exactly. Okay, so a good example: when you move from film to digital, on a film you are set at a set ISO. So you buy 100 ISO film. For the whole roll of film, that's your ISO, and that's, and that's, that's there's it. No if there's no if there's no available light, and it's going to be, you're going to have, uh, well, ultimately, if you're going to have 100 ISO film and it's not bright enough, and you should have used 400 ISO film, well, tough shit. Your photos are going to look blurry or anything like that. Sorry. Josh is dying slowly <laughs> over there. We're there. all ill. We're really sorry. I'm not ill, although I've got toothache. But I'm anyway, Ill. um, if anybody knows a decent dentist. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, I say this all the time. Alan Rockman. Come uh, to Alan yeah, Rock. He's not sponsored. He's us, not Don't mention his name. Other brands are available. I'm not saying his name. Oh. Just Pendence. go to Alan Rock for your dentist. No, but, oh. but on a real though, and I don't on really another s- level, I don't say that, that that term very often, and it's very likely unlikely I say it. Is that I th- I I I have such a f- um such a understanding of the fact that like the price matches the person quite a lot. And if you really, really see the benefits with mirrorless, like you did, John, yep. then you made the jump. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But then and there are people who don't have that <coughs> money immediately. So it's like, no, do they, do they save fine. for longer or, yeah, do they, yeah. or do they stay with what they're satisfied with? And, and here's the thing, right? That's why okay. DSLRs will keep going. I think. Um, they'll keep going because there's a used market. And as more exactly. mirrorless cameras drop onto the used market, It'll level people the will, people will switch, but it's going to take a long time. If you look at look at DSLRs, DSLRs are silver and mirrorless is gold. Yeah, and you know, one's more, one's got more appreciation. I was as thinking, then wait, have they got specific colours? <laughs> like a mini <laughs> mini complex? Like is my no, camera no, gold? No. Well, I suppose it's one of those things, isn't it? Where if you're thinking about um, if you're thinking about the the changes from film to digital, you've got the ISOs. You've got the ISO change. Yeah. But then also things like the move from film to digital, things like having only having 36 shots on a film. You you, you move to digital. Why? Did they never think of doing that more? Could they it's not the size, like isn't a... it? It's the, it's the size. To get it in a camera body, you'd have to make the body that oh, much come bigger. come on. But like 2019. Yeah. For example, having having things like a screen when you went digital for the first time to review your photos that rather than having to wait for a dark room to see if such it was a, any good. Such a big Huge. Job. Now, there are other Witchcraft. things that make mirrorless compelling to move to. Exactly. They are. So, on that note, I think it would probably be a good idea just to take a very short break. We will be back after this. All right, and we're now back. So we had to take a little break there because some of us needed some liquids to (laughs) sort the problems out in our voice. But um, it was me. Oh, it was me too. Yeah. So um, two liquids now. It's (laughs) amazing. It's amazing how much tea you can drink in fifteen seconds, isn't it? So anyway, don't make me spit my tea out on this new mic. <laughs> so, um, John, uh, do you want to take us back to where we were? Take yeah. So, back. I suppose we about 15 minutes ago we talked about the fact that you know the benefits of mirrorless over digital SRs. There are benefits for digital SRs, no doubt. But some of the key benefits of mirrorless for me when I moved over were the fact that the exposure that you're going to get in your photo is what you see in the viewfinder mm. and what you see on the back of the screen. Yeah. So, as a new photographer, the ability to have the exposure there for you i'm yeah. not saying that people don't need to learn about exposure but you don't need to learn about exposure if you have the camera that can do yeah. it for you on manual that however, makes you lazy yeah though. however there's no 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 see, I I, no the laziest see this is the thing so one of my friends moved to mirrorless on a, a, a canon esr actually mm. and he said i think i mentioned this in, in a previous episode <laughs> <laughs> maybe stevie uh, but uh, he moved to the ESI and he said it kind of feels like cheating. I said, it's not cheating. It's That's making what I always use. thought with mirrorless was Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's making use of the facilities that you have. That's mm. the crucial Don't thing. Don't be a loser and try and take on the world when you could just take on Alaska. Well, that's how much how I felt when I was just going manual all the way, which, like, I don't get some people, like, they, they obviously don't describe it properly. And, like, I found the sweet spot finally in manual settings and autofocus, obviously. But then, to me, it's much, much faster. Like, when I'm shooting in, say, semi-automatic modes, like aperture or shutter priority, 
I have less to worry about. So mm. the light changes quickly, especially if you're outside shooting in yeah. natural I feel light. Like I get so many differing opinions about like shutter priority and um, aperture priority. Well, ultimately, if I know that I want to take every shot, it must be for specifics uh, for different camera brands. Who really. was so specific? Yeah. Like, it's like specifics. his words. I can't specific. I, it's like I can't say I say millennium bridge. I can't say it. Millennium. Millennium. I don't. I, it's not. I haven't got a list. It's just like some words just don't branch for me. Like two two word two syllables. We're learning a lot about Josh today. We are. Mm. He slept. This week. He can't spray. This week on <laughs> Get the Shot Podcast. <laughs> Josh sips some tea. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Ju- I'm just normal. Go on manual. I mean, the ATD. You can do a lot of it on the live screen. If you're going into the studio, just do one of them, 125, and yeah, for 11 ISO and, 100. And ultimately, you see, like if you're in a studio, the lighting's consistent. You Continuous, know, it's always going to yeah. be the same. It's all good. If you're shooting outside and you're like, I definitely want 2.8 yeah. as my aperture because I want a nice Just be aware, yeah. Like I do 1.8 um, with the the 50 more that yeah, I've yeah. got so I can get, you know, the background's all blurry. So do you know what that. I think the problem is for me then? I've realised, and I'm, I, it might be just a handicap of certain lighting facilities, but in the studio, I had to use, I have to go through the, the viewfinder. I can't use the screen. No, you when can't you use the screen though. That's the problem. I like the screen. But I don't, I can get the focus I don't right. think you'd be able to mirror this at all. You, you can use the viewfinder. There's no, there's no difference. I can't see what I'm about to take in the studio. Oh, no, through because, the lot, through well, the, no, because the, 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 strobe, the strobe goes off at that moment, doesn't it? So yeah. And then the problem is some of my shots end up blurry in the yeah, face. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And how do I combat that? Well, with the mirrorless, you have yeah. over like a hundred different autofocus areas. You'd yeah. be able to just select that. So basically what you're saying is that's where mirrorless, that where they, that's, it's, um, that's where Canon's heel is. With us though, with Canon, um, you could just like use the portrait autofocus so it does search for the nearest face okay so I'm on the, sure on the topic that. of portrait autofocus then have, which I, clearly, we, have i jumped well you've jumped a little bit but that's okay so i'll give you an example okay let's say i'm shooting a, a wedding with a gun <laughs> with a gun yeah. <laughs> i like if you could see the top he has on as well yeah oh so my what's my top say billy i shoot people photography and then photography. he had to specialize at the bottom photographer so that he yeah. doesn't get arrested correct I'm seriously contemplating on the back of my car, actually. I was saying this to Josh earlier. Yeah. I'm seriously people. contemplating on the back of my I car just having that. a... I shoot people. You get pulled over asterisk. constantly. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like, don't need Hello, that. Hello, sir. Um, we're just calling you... Um, we're just pulling you over to yeah. see if you have a... Do you have a criminal record? It's like those people who have... I have a black box on board, so please treat That's me That's me, you dick. The, my brother has... I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm driving so fucking slowly. I'm driving the speed limit. Just drive the speed limit. Yeah. Tangent, but I'm just anyway. I'm very triggered. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, Agreed. I'm shooting a uh, a wedding. Okay, for <laughs> <Go> example, <laughs> and when I'm shooting that wedding, uh, one of the things you always want to make sure is that your bride and groom's faces are always sharp. Yeah? Oh Gosh, my god, okay? that's the hardest part. Now here's the thing, on a Sony. I know it's Sony. I apologise if you're a Fuji fan, but I have a Sony. I'm so sorry I'm about talk. anyone that has a camera that isn't... Yeah, that we haven't like, used. We're going to get someone in you know. that specialises in these Yeah, things. and when somebody yeah. says, like, what about Pentax? Or, Go yeah. away! Go anyway, away! but here's the thing, okay? <laughs> or Olympus. On the Sony, on the Sony oh, cameras, you can, you can register faces. Mm-hmm. So before a shoot, I register the bride's face and the groom's face, yeah. and it will prioritise those faces over every other face. Is in that the on photo. the Sony? Yeah, you oh, know that so that's what the Canon, yeah. the Canon G7X. Do you take Mark a picture of them that. first? Yeah, so you take a, fi- a picture of them 
to register their face and then the the intelligence in the in the camera recognizes them out of a crowd of people that is beautiful seriously, oh. seriously i think the g7x was the, what, the first camera i re- remember that did that you could actually nickname people so when when they came on screen it goes josh Krishna, yeah, yeah and it knows yeah. the difference that between camera it's just, just gorgeous isn't it yeah the a7 III is a very, please very step nice your camera. shit up god so okay it's uh, like so, night and day i guess so when we're talking when we're talking autofocus and we're talking about the the differences. Just to give you a comparison for mirrorless versus digital SR, and I'm not by any means downplaying the fact that digital SR's autofocus is shit. It's not. It but does it's the just, job. It does the job. The difference Most is the is that mirrorless has stepped it up a gear. What you want is, mm. do you want the person that can do the job fine, <coughs> or do you want the person that can but do? I suppose Sony's got less to do. Sony has less to do. It is now. It's removed its mirror. The viewfinder situation is just yeah. easier I think, shit. I think it's just the fact that because because it's not optical, it's all digital. It's all yeah. refinements now that they need to work on. <laughs> yeah. So because it's all digital, it means that, uh, for example, a Sony A7 III, mm. as an example. These are a few stats that I found. So a Sony A7 III has over 650 autofocus points that cover over 93% of the viewable area okay what about that now by contrast yeah by by contrast let's say a canon 5d mark 4 a Mm. good camera in the in the canon range you know very expensive camera only has 61 focus points what okay 45 on the 90d and it does use probably less probably 35 37 something (laughs) it goes up by 10 percentage and the problem is the coverage in the screen is that much less so if the thing you want to focus on happens to be at the edge of the screen, so we were talking about moving subjects earlier, if your subject moves out of the middle of your screen mm. on a Canon or a Nikon, you're going to lose focus That's pretty quickly. That's why I struggle to shoot two people on the same screen. Yeah. Unless, so, unless, unless I have some really good camera, uh, audio, um, not audio, excuse me, lighting gear. I think the best times I've been able to get those shots has always been with the, with the stuff that the lighting's Mark, bright. Okay. has. So do you know, that there's, a, there's a real reason as well when we're talking about the reason why the focusing is better normally when you're in better light. And that's largely yeah. down to the fact that traditional digital SLRs have always done what we call contrast autofocus. So what it does, it looks for differences in the pixels mm. to pick out key things that it could focus on. Mm. Now, where mirrorless cameras, and to be fair, some of the newer Canon ones have what are called depth phase autofocus. It has the ability to not only look at the contrast, but also look at the distance that yeah. things are from the camera. And some phones have started doing this. So like, there are a few Samsung phones that can do it. And the Google Pixel 2 and 3 and 4, for example, they all do depth uh, phase. Depth, depth control. Yeah. yeah. The, well, it's not the yeah. control, but it's the depth autofocus. I think mm. the new iPhones do it as well. Yeah, because... There's a, there's, I think it, what they call it on the iPhone, they call it deep, fu- uh, deep fusion, where like they've been able to key back detail that wasn't originally in their shot to begin with, right? Yeah, so there's, there's like stacked focusing where you can pull the focus back and stuff like that. But that's... When we're talking about autofocus systems, mm. we're talking about how it autofocuses. Yes. So contrast-based autofocus is older and more traditional. And the reason that the Sonys and the other camera manufacturers are starting to do things like eye autofocus and whatever it might be for animals, for humans, mm. is because they're using those that more complex autofocus system. The fact that you can get 650 places that are focused in your image... Is mind-blowing. Anywhere mm. in that 650 points is phenomenal. It basically Versus means that like you half you said, press like 45, 65. Well, it's ridiculous. 
if you've got a, a you know continuous autofocus on and i half press the shutter and just whiz it round it will randomly lock on and you have the ability to use lock on focusing on mirrorless I've seen you bodies do, i've seen you, you do it yeah. i've seen people it's almost like a flexing point with so yeah, many yeah. people now and that's not a, a thing to you like yeah. like you're just like you said before remember you said that you took a photo yeah my shot you, of just, uh, chloe you were just there I just bam, up, and you bam went, one shot done what's away what's away no mic drop no regrets no <laughs> no, no um Is there a what's sound the word Oh, probably. No, no, he has no care. He just, the motive was there and he was gone. I mean, it's... Ultimately, I suppose it's one of those things where until you've started using the different autofocus systems, you don't really have an appreciation of how much better no. they no. are. Mm. And like the, the autofocus systems on modern mirrorless cameras doesn't have to be Sony's, are so um, so advanced that it does make a huge difference to what you want to shoot. If you want to shoot something and you, you know, a portrait, for example, or even a landscape where you've got something of interest in the foreground. Like an animal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really important that it's sharp. That's that's what, like you said, with sports photography, like you need that speed. You could end up getting like maybe two squirrels in the same shot when you only saw one originally. And because of how quickly the autofocus responds yeah. and how quickly it is his intelligence. So, so here's here's the thing, okay? Yeah. Talking of intelligence, lock-on autofocus. Yeah. yeah. So lock-on autofocus, mirrorless cameras pretty much can universally do this now, where basically what you're able to do is you're able to uh, pick the thing that you want to be in focus. So mm-hmm. let's say you're stood in front of my camera, Josh, and yeah. I select using my... Not touch screen because Sony doesn't do <laughs> touch screen. But anyway, but I, I lock on autofocus using the, button. the, the buttons and whatnot. Yeah. So I say, so I say, so I say, okay, like Josh is the person I'm interested in. What is wicked? You're interested in Josh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there's Very my dramatic funny. music. No, uh, whack, so, whack. so ultimately, the the lock on autofocus is so good on mirrorless cameras that Josh could walk out of the frame. And when he walks back in, it's ready for me. It picks him up again it's and keeps him in focus. Him. It's ready, <laughs> ready. And for if you, if you, I'd encourage you to watch some of the focus tests on the YouTube that people do with mirrorless cameras, because what you see is you see, for example, somebody far away, and then they go out of shot and they come back in closer to the camera. It's the tech equivalent it, of picks... those film, uh, those people who watch those film trailers. Yeah, You're yeah. Just there, like open jaw. I've even watched them myself, and like there's without basically drawing from the contents you know everyone has a different like of content billy said off cam off of episode that she found a fascination something and the fascination i have with the camera side of things on youtube is really that like just seeing how quickly something can go into yeah. focus yeah it's, yeah it's yeah. the sharp it? the sharpness of the autofocus like so bam and it's in it focus it makes me think how far we've come from being you know with film cameras back in the day how much we've learned like i know that a lot of camera companies are still learning from the old days because the old bring it bringing the technology in from the old days like it has a place a lot of the tech in cameras nowadays obviously is so far advanced from what it used to be but it's still got that it's it's still got those underlying principles yeah. which come through today like even looking at a sony camera that like uh, Phil Layton, he was showing me the other day that he could shoot everything he sees through his, his digital, uh, obviously digital camera bit and yep. the screen in black and white, but the photo is still going to be in color later. Oh, yeah, because oh, he's yeah. shooting in raw. I can't do yeah. that. It will always be in black and white. So, so that's so that'll give you a good example. Yeah, but the raw file is still not black and white. I don't know what happened with my, I think, I don't know if it, I think it's got to be shooting JPEG. In black and white. It might have been a permanent setting that I could set on mine. Yeah, but only in JPEG. The raw file is the full I, file. I, I'm not 100%. It's been a while since I've tried that. But yeah, the, the point Well, the raw, stands, the raw yeah. file is colour. Mm. 
I think I think I can't stop burping. So the raw file, definitely, for example, is. 100% color because the raw file what you see on the I back of the camera so the, the back of the camera just shows you the camera has converted the raw file to a jpeg mm. so if you said shoot this in black and white then all it's going to do is it's going to change the black and white jpeg mm. store that on the card as well if you want it if you've said jpeg and raw the jpeg processing will be in black and white but the raw file will still be color so you mm. can always pull so this is why when people at events i sometimes see people shooting in black and white the reason they do that when they put a picture profile on like a mirrorless mm. is not that they want to shoot a JPEG in black and white. What they're trying to do is seeing what does it look like yeah. roughly in black and white. In, yeah. And see how much, how much detail I'll still have lost. the RAW because the RAW file is going to allow me to edit the black and white in Lightroom later on. But the JPEG is really, really useful in yeah. terms of the ability to... It's about the shades and like the background. Yeah, and like the tones you, and yeah. stuff so do you, like that. Do you, yeah. do, do you shoot raw and JPEG at the same time then? Yeah. I and the so reason, that's the one thing I don't do. What, for like everything? Everything. Because so like what, I, what I have... So yeah, because I'll tell you why. Because a 24 megapixel JPEG mm. straight out of the camera yeah. is sharp as fuck. True. It's really, really easy to work with. So yeah. I can transfer it my very, f- very quickly. My phone loads raw after about two, three seconds. Yeah. So you imagine like even my sort of budget, really, Android phone will load a 24 megapixel uh, JPEG in... Seconds. Well, milliseconds. Milliseconds. Yeah, Depending it's on fast. how fast your speeds are at the time what you were running on, yeah. <coughs> I've never yeah. thought to do that. But in, 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 yeah. in, a, um, in a controlled environment, but then I still, But then idea. I still have the RAWs because the RAWs sometimes... If I'm shooting in very challenging lighting conditions and stuff, I'm going to be able to pull more detail out of the shadows on the RAW file than I am ever, ever am out of the JPEG. But JPEGs now are modern cameras are so much better than they were oh, yeah, five yeah. years ago. So maybe that stands the point that like out. it means then I can send those to the model without having to convert the RAWs later, which is what I've been doing, which is probably you... the wrong thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I would never send them the RAWs. Oh, no, I never, I never send them the RAWs. you don't want them to post... Something that's not been edited, like ultimately. No, 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 of course. But not. ultimately, the JPEGs. If you want quick, I mean, if you if I Wi-Fi the stuff from my camera to my phone, it mm. sends a two megapixel JPEG, mm. which sounds shite. You think, like, you know, two megapixels. I've got a twenty-four megapixel full frame sensor. Why am I sending this two megapixel shite? You're losing twenty. But actually, 22. it doesn't matter because if you're posting it on social media, whichever social media platform you use, it doesn't matter because the quality is again, crap yeah. anyway. Yeah. Like on Facebook, longest side. 2048 pixels it won't go any bigger so anything beyond that is completely wasted anyway so it is quite interesting so in terms of uh you were talking earlier about um focus and things like that there's one thing that some people who are listening to the podcast might have heard of but it's a thing called back focusing okay so back focusing for those of you that don't know what it is it, you will have experienced this probably at some point if you've used a digital slr and this is where as you focus you have to focus and then recompose. So what I mean by that is you focus on the model or whatever it is you're shooting, and then you move your camera slightly to position that thing in the place in the frame that you want. Yeah. Okay? So you I keep your shutter button half pressed. Yeah. That. So well you will do it because it's the only way to get it sharp. Mm. So you're like, I want Billy in focus. So I position her <laughs> I position her in the middle of my frame on my digital SLR. Mm. I focus on her mm. and I'm like, yep, cool, great. And then I decide that I'm going to reposition her by still half pressing the shutter, not taking my finger off it, moving and then pushing the shutter down to take the shot, mm. to get the shot. 
And ultimately, <laughs> and ultimately, um, it is you know ninety percent of the time maybe I don't know it, it's fine. But there are occasions where when you go and review the photo afterwards, mm. from a glance it looks fine. But then yep. when you zoom in, you go shit. Her eyes aren't sharp anymore. Mm. It's focused yes. on the thing behind her or on her ear or whatever it might be. Something that's a little bit further away. Bit, there's a bit of a placebo effect in that. Yeah, essence, I guess. and that's and that's a bit of a problem because obviously particularly if it's an event or whatever, you can't go and do it again. So ultimately, whatever you've missed focus on, and anybody that's ever done any portrait work or, or done any family photos and stuff like that, if the eyes are not sharp in a photo, it, drives it just wall. looks... Hor- if, you know, if, you've, if the focus is on the end of the nose... Rather than, oh my god, the amount of times that's happened to me. Yeah. The shop can't fix it. No, because you can use the sharpen tool, but then it's just going to make yeah, it grainy. It just makes it grainy and noisy. Yeah, so so you can't fix. The yeah, it's focus. like you can't. It's like you know, you, you it's like butchering it when you do that. Like I, that, that's that, I think. Now, I think everyone should. Uh, and this might be a bit rude for me to say to some people, but I think people should butcher the hell out of their photos to realise how bad something can be made. Ah, uh, well, we'll come on to that in episode ten, Josh. Ah. So <laughs> a, inter- a bit of an interlude. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. So. If you're interested to know how to fuck up a photo, <laughs> <laughs> episode fuck that shit up. <laughs> Explicit on episode. So ep- we need to write a thing. On episode this. ten is please uh, be scared. Episode ten is definitely the one to listen to. In the terms definitive of the, episode the and stuff like episode that. Episode ten of the saga. So yeah, so I would, um, I would definitely, definitely recommend thinking about the fact that back focusing is 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 potentially an issue. Yeah, it is potentially an issue on digital. I didn't realise it had a name like that. Yeah, so back focusing is is the official name. It even name sounds for it. a bit aggressive. Yeah, it's like <laughs> back uh, focusing. It's like back focusing. <laughs> Did you prepare for that? Yeah. Yeah. I, can see um, twisting the I was knobs twizzling on. my knobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was I the have, red one. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. Um, so it, it 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 is interesting because what we've got obviously is this back focusing problem. Now mirrorless cameras don't have this problem. <laughs> I've set Josh off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he choked on his tea. Drink. I choked on my tea a yeah. little bit. I apologise. Oh, dear. That's uh, what happens, Connor. So, mm. I mean, this is, uh, you know, ultimately this podcast, if you haven't already realised, is normally done in one take after we eventually get the opening right. Yeah. So, um, but it is interesting because uh, the, the back focusing problem is often attributed to the fact that the lenses haven't been calibrated to the body of the camera. Now, I don't know anyone, I never did it, I don't know anyone that actually uses a calibration card What's that? Yeah, I so, yeah, like, I have actually like, seen someone yeah, yeah. do that. I think, I think Bartley Photo has done it before. And about we sitting there like, I swear I saw someone do that. I'm not on about... Oh, do you need my colour sheet I'm not on about. I'm not on about a white balance card. Oh, right. I'm on about... Uh, it's like... You well, know, that's like, reminiscent. It's like a... Uh, you know, the, like the BBC test screen? Oh, yeah. It's so like, it looks a bit like that with all patterns on. Beep. And then what you do is you focus... And then you zoom in and check to see if the thing you focused on is sharp. And then you can do minor adjustments in the camera to say the focus is off by 0.01. And then what it does, it brings it back in line. I think someone has actually done that yeah. as so an cool. event. It's possible. Now, the problem is, okay, is that the reason you have to do that is because the lens, and then you've got the shutter, the mirror, everything else like that. Now, on a mirrorless body, there's less in between the sensor and the lens. There's so less, there's, there's less, less chance of that happening. Yeah. Combining with the fact that you've got the autofocus that's significantly so that's a, that's more advanced. That's a big merit of mirrorless. Definitely. Basically, basically, in a nutshell, mirrorless, there's less bullshit. Well, there's, <laughs> there's, uh, it's interesting because there's less mechanical parts, but there's far more software. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, where, so that's where you could have a recipe for disaster if the software doesn't complement <laughs> the hardware. Yeah, or if there's a bug. You know, ultimately, if there's a bug there's in, a the, in, the in the software, yeah. So <laughs> I, love that I suppose ultimately you've got 
other things to consider. So if you're going down a mirrorless system, the lenses are generally newer, often sharper, faster. But you've got a budget for them. You, they're expensive, no mm-hmm. doubt. You've also got the ability that a lot of cameras pre-mirrorless didn't have because the bodies themselves are more intelligent. So for example, a couple of my Sony lenses have a programmable button on the side, mm. on the lens. So I can program the button that when I press it, it does eye autofocus. Oh, now you don't, you kind of don't have that on no, older lenses. So there are some benefits, and you can program that button to pretty much whatever you want. Like you can just say lens button or lens button one or lens button oh, two it's or like whatever. A, like a button on a phone it's like an additional. Phone. Well, it's just an additional customizable button. So you've already got the ability to change all your is buttons so, on there. Is that, thing. Is that it's pretty well. I don't know if Sony it, only. It, or is well, I know that you can do it on a Sony. I don't. I haven't seen it on other cameras. Yeah, I'm not like saying the lens, lenses either. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Well, yeah. So it's definitely not on like Tamron's and stuff like that no, no, for it's, Sony. It's a Sony. Is it, is it, it's a Sony a G, specific. G's Masters. Yeah, G Masters. Yeah. So, yeah. and they are. You know, you are paying through the nose for it. A few other things to consider if you're thinking about uh, the switch from digital SLRs to mirrorless. Yeah. This is contentious, yeah. but silent shooting. I actually actually think that sometimes some people would see that as an advantage because if you if you work it let's let's say um, I think Ace actually made a good example that he said if he was doing some work in a church for example I was just thinking church weddings yeah and weddings yeah you, you don't want someone going e e e in the background yeah well it's the the crucial thing isn't it is that you know if you're if you're at a wedding and they're saying uh, do you Billy take you know and then all you hear is <laughs> in the background you know and it's like uh, it's a shame with nature on. photography as well. well you and scare you, them off, and then you, like, yeah. the focus, the focus, no, the focus noise scare is them like, off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, well, the focusing won't be any quieter. That's the crucial thing here. Yeah. It's the shutter release, which is a bit. That's still a benefit. But yeah. If you, oh yeah, huge. You imagine, like you were saying, if you're doing wildlife photography, you've waited, years you've waited years for that kingfisher that shot, bloody kingfisher, yeah. and then you you focus on it, <laughs> take the shot, the shot, you know, the mirror flips, and the kingfisher fucks off. You know, <laughs> you're like, no, he's gone. I just spent years of my life on that, yeah. Silent shooting, there's definitely a place. I'll give you an example as well. I've been to a few places around the world over the last 30 odd years. and Maybe 40. <laughs> steady. <laughs> steady on there, Billy. <laughs> We're halfway to that point currently. <laughs> I'm not 20, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> halfway from 30 to 40. But Blimey. Yeah, so... The the interesting thing is is that there's a few places I've been where they won't allow shutter noises. Yeah. What even? It, what even? Sh- no, so like like telling some you not to move some, art, some art galleries get properly arsy. Some arsy. Um, I get the like flash. Historic things. The flash. Oh. I get flat. No, I do get the flash situation. Yeah, well, it wears stuff out, doesn't it? Yeah, they say yeah. That's the thing, because those places yeah. are designed they know art better than I know Because clearly art. the statues they've got, all the because they're always naked, aren't they, the statues? Mm. So the penis will obviously fall off quicker <laughs> if the uh, if the flash goes off. I was thinking more like the knob a falls off. Oh, paintings. Or that's like a one. But yeah. also... <laughs> Unfortunately, I got the word knob <laughs> into a pop. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, we said knobs about the deck. Oh, yeah, knobs. But the, prob- <laughs> That's the, the, prob- time the problem with art galleries everywhere. is the acoustics are yeah. shit. Well, they're deliberately I like airy, echo. aren't they? I like it. Yeah. You like Echo? But, that, but, that, like echo. but then when, when, no, when you've got somebody God's who's sake. trying to move around, that's that's why <laughs> I think for some people who take photography, I think and it, it, this is the only time a gimbal would probably help make yeah. sense of it. Because like, you, you're just moving around trying to pan around and then get the shot as you're moving around rather than you going 
like that, basically like panting. You can hear, and everyone can hear you do that, right? Josh, yeah, yeah. can you not see John's suspense? Yeah. What's, What's it sound like in the art gallery? It sounds like an echo. <laughs> oh my a, I almost burped at the same time. Oh, that would be embarrassing. All right. Could you put me on echo again a minute? You want to be on echo? Yeah, I just want to quickly say something. Oh, Go God. On, Please. <laughs> Please be quiet with that trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We said police first. So I, was it, like, I was going to say, I was like, yeah, but if it'd be like uh, the, uh, excuse me, yes, you with the camera. <laughs> Please stop shooting all the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> why, would you, why are you taking photos of artwork? Yeah. Please stop it. You can't sell those on eBay. It's like, it's like those people who try and take the take a photo with their phone of the Roy photo at a theme park. Yeah. They are they are the bane of the existence. Yeah. They've got it. to make a Well, profit. to be fair though, yeah, they have got to make a profit, but if they didn't charge fucking £12 a fucking photo yeah. for something that's taken on what looks <laughs> like a bloody... Photo. Yeah, well, it's, and let's be Taking honest, a, it looks like a, it's been took on a bloody disposable film camera. <laughs> like, it's so crap. Look, so, yeah. I think the best way to describe it is it's washed out, isn't it? Yeah. I looked. I actually saw some the other day when I was cleaning out my room, and the, the difference between one ten years ago and one now oh, doesn't look better. very different. You don't oh, think so? Disposable cameras. That's the thing. Though. The biggest company. I suppose it's because they're industry, far away and they always hmm. have to flash, don't in they? That, and... In that industry, the biggest company is Pick Resolve, I believe. Yeah. And even they admitted that the technology. For, hasn't moved for on. That's, it's, it's the same with smartwatches. The chips haven't moved on yet from yeah, Snapdragon. Yeah. So that's, as you could say, like with the certain types <coughs> of cameras, they might as well just stick with film at this point, right? Because there's no, dif- there's no difference. Okay. You've given me your cold, damn it. People don't. People pay through the, the nose for that sort of thing. But then you look at companies that will come and do your, you know, event photography for you. Yep. And those people are always at the pinnacle point of the printing, the, the yeah, yeah, the colours and stuff like that. And I think there was a there was an argument a few years ago that like if you shot with Canon, it makes sense to shoot uh, to print with Canon as well because you, you you got that crossover. But I think that was all a fad, and I think that was a lot of a placebo. I think that's just another way to get money in it. Yeah, potentially. S- spend all right. Money on a massive printer the size of this table. So we're going to push on because I am aware that we need to wrap oh, up course, yes. a little bit yes. so we've only got a handful of other episodes uh, episodes a handful of other points to points, make yes. before uh, we wrap well up this episode yeah so i feel like my ears are gonna fall off uh, yeah you see we're monitoring for the we're first time headphones, headphones for the first I'm, time i'm enjoying it ears the, clarity, the clarity is there i feel i really feel like we're almost like we're in a radio studio yeah it's cool and we'll have phone-ins in future episodes as we've well. Been so we've been playing around with the We've been playing around with the technology and stuff like that. So. I think we ended up spending probably about an hour. An hour on the phone. Total yeah. over a space of a few hours without even realising. Who would have thought Who would have thought that me and Josh could talk for an hour about nothing? Random really? Garbage. Yeah, just random stuff. But, <laughs> but, anyway. you, but then you said it was I a good example there. of testing. It was. It was good. I can't talk for an hour. I'm burping. We've already done that. Oh, dear, Billy. Mom, this is what... Because we talk too long. I, right. I okay, so here's here's a, a couple of other things then. So the market share of mirrorless cameras at the moment only one percent, well, less than one percent of Canon and Nikon users are mirrorless Canon and Nikon users. Which is on its, it's not totally unexpected. It's it's definitely expected. It's not, but the thing is, even with the best predictions, Canon themselves have said that they reckon the most they can expect in the next three years is six percent of their users. So 6%, that means if they only sell mirrorless lenses mm. and they don't sell stuff that works, if they didn't keep selling digital SLR stuff, yeah, they're cutting out over 90% of their potential business. Mm. So either they're stupid or, they're, uh, or they've got something up their sleeve that they're not telling people yet. So I, I think... The they cru- could make a resurgence, cr- we don't know. Yeah, I mean, the crucial thing is, is that Canon R's and Nikon Z mounts are not selling anywhere near as well as Sony's. 
and that's nowhere near possibly, as well. That, that's possibly down to the fact that the the adoption on the Canon side for mirrorless, the the price of those lenses, even down to as 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 I say, a YouTuber said before, Sarah Dietschy. Yeah. Um. That the it's down to the weight sometimes as well. Yeah. Like, and I, I'm I'm guessing with all the fancy stuff that Sony does, the fact that they've they've obviously worked out the the weight distribution between the well, lenses. how they cram the how they cram all that technology in such a small space is mm. absolutely and genuinely as, and as amazing. We alluded to in the previous past, like when you turned up with those cameras, people thought that you were silly. Yeah, but, yeah. But like, fast forward now, um, people prefer a smaller body. They prefer a smaller footprint. Um, which is also better for the environment, less material to be used. Because when you look at something like the 1DX, um, it's it's a massive joint thing. Mm. And then you've not even thought about putting a camera grip on it, a yeah, battery yeah. grip or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, Why do you really need all that? I suppose the thing is, there's, there's one point that's really stuck with me. I read an article on, um, I can't actually remember what it was, but I did read an article. I promise you, there is an article online if you Google it. The Canon CEO said in April this year, April 2019, that he expects the camera market to drop by 50% in the next two years. Basically, what he was alluding to is, is there, a, is there a point to them developing mirrorless? Because he couldn't really... He was sort of alluding to the fact yeah. that are these products we're developing going to be any good anyway? Are they basically, is he basically putting the doomsday on the camera? I think... Because, in, of, in the, because it, of phones, potentially. Phones, you know, casual photography is switching more over to smartphones because... Most people don't need telephoto lenses. They don't, yeah, it, the, and we've said before, yeah, sometimes the best camera is the one that you have with you. Mm. Not if you need the highest quality for a studio shoot or whatever. Oh, but no. you'd be laughed but, away. Yeah, but for genuine, just you know, day in day out photography, uh, there's something to be said for that. And I think mm. the the new mirrorless sales are good. They are good. You know, Sony have made significant inroads. Fuji have made significant inroads in their sales. That's largely down to the fact that they didn't have pre-existing user bases. I think. Yeah. So because Sony, Sony, Sony had, but not for, not not on Canon's level. Well, Sony had A mount cameras, digital SLRs. Mm. They did have A mount digital SLRs, but the thing was, they inherited it from Minolta. Yes. And then when they inherited it from Minolta, they they, cheated. They sort of, yeah, they sort of, well, they moved away from the digital SLR market, and basically they cut off digital SLRs. They made a business decision. Mm to stop producing digital They basically digital did what Apple did with the 30-pin connector. They basically cut off all of yeah, their previous moved users, to lightning. moved to Lightning. Yeah. Yes, it may have been an amazing move, but it was one of the biggest uh, monumental moves in cable Oh, and they came history. under immense fire but for they, doing if it? If they did it now between uh, Lightning and USB-C, USB-C, there would be nowhere near the amount of no. turmoil because USB-C is currently a standard. It's a is standard. Now, it is now a standard. It's not thank, a preconception. Thank fuck. Micro USB might eventually disappear. Oh, please. This, I, I get so annoyed. And I, and I'm really well, re- normal really USB. I mean, who designs a bloody port that you can plug in, well, what looks like the same way both ways, but it only goes in one way? I mean, how many people on a daily basis plug a USB device in and go, oh, plug the cable in the wrong way up? <laughs> you know what? I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm probably thinking it's more like 50%. It's probably higher than that. <laughs> the chance of picking like up a cable the wrong way around. It's not as much as it used to be when I was younger. Like I remember my dad would break a USB on the back of our computer at the rate of one every month. I think I do that constantly. I think that's, I think that's one of the reasons half my Mac doesn't work. It's, why, it's one of the reasons why like companies like Razer with their gaming computers and they actually colour the tip so you notice the difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think at the moment we're going down this route of digital SLRs. They're not being released anywhere near as readily as mirrorless cameras the bodies are just not coming out as often no. and there's got to be a reason for that and i think what we have to sort of think about is the fact that sony arguably perhaps the benchmark in mirrorless currently 
They haven't got there in 18 months. It's taken them five, six years mm. to go from the A7 Mark One and the crop sensors like the A6000, which I owned, and it was a fantastic camera, mm. but it had some woeful inadequacies, and namely battery, battery life. Battery, yeah. yeah, the the EVF was very poor quality. And people that say electronic viewfinders are gross, you haven't used an electronic viewfinder that's well, within who says the nest. They say it's gross because the resolution used to be shite oh well yeah well, so it you, you looked it, through it, it wasn't making it compelling to move to well yeah. you know you had motion blur you had oh, gosh. stuff like that so it, you, you couldn't really shoot things like sports very well through early EVS but it's interesting because what's happened is over the last five years Sony have slowly ticked off all the things that have pissed people off except the fucking tilting screen but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is a sticking point yeah. for a lot of people but it why is. can't i put my screen all the way around it, but know, it is but then if every other reason to go is compelling enough i think people yeah. will forgive it yeah. I, do, I don't think people will be that bothered the thing is though i i, I, sh- I shout at sony for that but then canon did the same thing with the g7x mark ii yeah they that though those I guess the scissors aren't they? You can, Billy, would you call them crocodile scissors? I told you I need time. Billy. Scissor, scissor, uh, would you call it a scissor system? It's it doesn't seem like it would support. Oh, where it folds out. A fold, it, I don't yeah. think it would support a drop in the same way that my, my the original. G I'm not. Was, I'm not like, sure. To be honest, I'm not sure most modern cameras are built for yeah you know, sturdiness. That, that's, that's the problem. Like they maybe I mean I know someone who drops a Sony on the floor. Hmm. Um, I think it was. Uh, not the last event I went to last week, but the, the event before, back in October, he dropped. He had the choice of dropping the lens on the floor or dropping the camera. Yeah, so, I love that. Like in those crucial few seconds, yeah. he was like, "Do I drop?" I just sacrificed myself. I turned myself on the floor. And the, 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 and the lens was on, the lens was on the camera at the time, so he's like, "How do I?" Basically, he had to like what? This a is a lot. Second to drop a thought the camera. process in one second. And this the point. <laughs> the point of the sturdiness is that he was he, he drops the cameras middle down. And nothing was scratched. I've Not dropped mine, and it was from a waist. It was from but I was more waist. worried about its lens. It was from mm. waist height. Because because the bodies have got like um, shock proof anyway, they're not that bad. But they're, the lenses aren't metal. made to be dropped on the floor. No. They're so not, and there's no plastic parts inside, right? So I suppose the thing is, right, is that when you think about Sony, mm. we've got these cameras that they've been developing for five or six years. Nikon, Canon, clearly. Behind the scenes, they've been developing them for six, seven years, right? Mm. This technology that we're seeing now was initially thought of in like 2012. This was their, you know, these companies are so big that their marketing and planning divisions take so long to make decisions that, you know, we've seen it before in other tech companies where sometimes they bring technology to market that by the time it gets to market, the market's gone yeah it's gone so you know they release Microsoft a product have got yeah a good pedigree of that yeah mistake. well you know things like uh the microsoft um fit, fitbit equivalent and they did the, the band for example yeah they yeah. did an internet connection constantly yeah harper into the, <coughs> the xbox one when it was first launched yeah all those sorts of things so i suppose here's the thing okay is we've gone through and we've talked about digital slrs we've talked about the sales the fact that you know ultimately digital slrs still dominate sales of new cameras yep. mirrorless cameras are growing but mm. not at the same rate as digital SLRs did and have. The fact that digital SLRs are ultimately getting it to the point where you know they've got some of the technology of mirrorless in digital SLRs now, but I think they'll struggle to match match all of the the different technologies that are there. Mm. So I suppose the time, it, it, you know, it, if you ask yourself this question, is is now the time to switch? Uh, I'm gonna give it a little bit. 
You give it a bit. Give it a bit. I th- I, th- I think so thing- it's, it's a maybe, but not for not for the reasons. Not of, right like, now. It's, it's depending on the person because as as I say, and unfortunately, as much as the points why I outweigh the this lie in terms of, in favour of the mirrorless, it all people always still have that last nail biting point, and I say, but what about the price? Mm. Okay, so the price it, dominates the problem. So the pro- it depends. It depends. So for for you, Josh, you're saying yeah. You know, at the moment, the price means that I would not want to do. I'm the priced switch. out of it. You're priced out of the market. Fair enough. Okay, like mm. you know, it's the same with. Um, it's one of the reasons when I bought a drone, I didn't buy a Phantom. Yeah. I bought a Mavic because, mm. other than the size, the Mavic was just so much more it's expensive. The, it's the, the mid range. Yeah. Mavic, isn't it? So you know, it's one of those things. So it's one of those things where is it time to switch? Billy sort of says she's going to give it a little bit of time. Mm. I've made the switch, so I think I've, I've <laughs> spoken you're with my feet. You're, you're, you're far gone on, <laughs> yeah. that, on that decision. I, I'm well in. I'm all the way in. <laughs> <laughs> There's some joke oh, there. I, <laughs> balls deep, I think, is the word we'd be looking balls for. Deep. Balls deep Ew. into the system. But uh, yeah, so I fell in love with it. Ultimately, yeah, and you know, I I could see the benefits for the type of shooting that I was doing. Mm. I've had three mirrorless bodies now. I had an A6000, an A6500, and now an A7 Mark III. In hindsight, I should have just gone from the A6000 <laughs> to the A7 III. But and then now on the, A, the, the Mark IV, right? Uh, so they've done the A7 IV? Yeah. I can't remember. Mm. Uh, do you know what? Though? Because And the reason why I don't know, really, is because if you're happy with what you've got... Oh, yeah, and yeah, I can't, I get you. I get I perhaps you. this sums up like with digital SLRs. If what you have works, That's, yeah. is it compelling enough to move to a new system? I think that's my largest problem. I'm all right with the camera I currently have, so why? It, it, seem, it seems almost wasteful to move just, to that when we don't need yeah, to move I want to, yet. to go to mirrorless, so but what's the point If you can justify right the move, because it's not just because of price. It's and just not extra just, gadgets, isn't it? It's, if you're really, really techy, like, I'm, and it's probably a weird point, like, where I'm standing with Billy on this, even though I'm a very techy person, and if I had, you know, price was no object... I would be immediately moving to mirrors. Yeah. Sure. I basically would slag off so, of, of Canon for Sony in that instance, but I'd still enjoy. I still want to keep the Canon stuff around because I'm a geek and I enjoy having the best of both worlds. It's mm-hmm. why I like using Microsoft products and I like using Apple products and I like using Google products. I'm so, not specific to one. Okay, so here's the thing then: we want to hear from you guys. Yes, uh, we want to hear what you think. Is it time to switch? Have you switched? Why did you switch? So you can either drop us a DM on Instagram using at Get the Shop podcast mm-hmm. uh you could drop us an email as well which is get the shop podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh if you're happy uh to potentially have your views or um have a chat on a future episode Ed. then definitely leave your phone number as well um and what we can do is we can get back to you and have a bit more of a chat and discuss it over the phone and we definitely do want to do a little bit of uh you know i suppose listener uh, mm. Interaction. A listener corner. Yeah. Mm. And then so, we can obviously, like, we can have them talk with <coughs> us for like maybe like 10, 15 minutes and then we can come back in and talk at that moment in the podcast editing. Yeah. So ultimately, you know, do you think is now the time to switch? Are you, are you a digital SLR user that's thinking, I am going to switch? I think now's the time. Are you saying, I'm a digital SLR user? Mirrorless can go get fucked. I'm never, <laughs> I'm never switching. Long live the digital SLR. I'm with Canon and yeah. everything okay. else. All those sorts of things. And you're like, I'm going to use Nikon till Nikon is dead. I'm Nikon till I die. Yeah, exactly. I die. <laughs> I forget, I forget so, so all those sorts of things. So get the shop podcast on uh, Instagram and get the shop podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I think it's time to round up the episode. Say our and final lines. Say our final lines. So Billy. Oh, 
God, you put me on the spot. We're just <laughs> saying bye. <laughs> we are just saying bye. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.